Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? I'm going to watch another girl she was. I just wanted to do a uh, podcast. I just want to talk briefly about uh, the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Just found out this morning that uh, they will be uh, conducting his funeral procession. Staples Center in LA, 21,000 person or 21,000 seat, seated venue, and I learned that they will be selling tickets. And as you know, when back in 2009, that the Staples Center was also venue that uh, was used to also have the funeral processions for the late great Michael Jackson. So that's where they're going to be having uh, Nipsey Hussle's uh, funeral processions. And uh, this, I believe, were the LA Clippers. LA Clippers uh, basketball team, I believe that is their uh, their uh, stadium or where they uh, play their home games. So there is no date. Uh, last I heard, it's they were saying within the next uh, two weeks. So you know, and this was just I found this out. Few days ago, so and then like I was, I read this new article this morning about uh, uh, the venue that will be used, which I said, like I said earlier, the Staples Center. I read about this this morning, so uh, so yeah, it should be taking place probably probably within the next ten days, twelve days, probably. It was when I first read about the family planning the funeral procession. They were saying two weeks, and like I said, that was two two three days ago when I read that. And I just read uh, the uh, they found the event because they were looking around. I guess for the last two to three days, and they were trying to figure out where they should have it because they they know it's gonna be thousands upon thousands of people that will you know will love to uh, attend uh, Nipsey's funeral. You know, pay their their respects to uh, to the family and and to uh, send them off in a very uh, very in a good manner, a good fashion. Uh, so yeah, so I decided that the Staples Center would be uh, the uh, best venue to to accommodate uh, the, the many well wishers and you know people that really loved him, and he was well loved in the uh, in the South Central or LA area, you know. Uh, so yeah. was a great man. He was a, a person, you know, a man of the people. He really loved the people. He really uh, wanted to invest back into the community. And you know, uh, I was also I, I just got that reading this article, and uh, they were talking about how Nipsey is his goal, his vision, his his his, his objective was to basically, you know, to buy 
back the hood, you know, one flock at a time. And that's what he was, you know, that's what he, his, his goal was. And, and by him buying back or buying up the plaza that, uh, where his store is located in that, that building there, he, he and, uh, uh, brother by the name of, his last name is, or his first name is uh, David, last time, last name Gross. He and David Gross purchased the, that very building, uh, that clothes that basically has that that uh, that is clothing stores and the marathon clothing stores and they the two of them purchased that building back in uh, I think it was like in 2017 uh, for for 2.5 million dollars and I was I, I read in this art in this article they were saying that there was this place called a Mr. Burger partially Over a little bit too, of course, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, there's this place in the uh, in that strip, very strip mall that Nipsey and, and David uh, Rose purchased or, or two point five million. But anyway, there's a place called Mr. Burger, and Nipsey uh, told a story. He's like he said when he was a kid, he used to go to that store, and the owner. Uh, he didn't like, you know, people hanging out there, I guess, you know. So basically, he, Nipsey, according to Nipsey, uh, the owner or former owner of Mr. Burger uh, had these high tables, very high tables, but no chairs. So basically, the owner just wanted people to come in, uh, get your food, you know, if you want to stand at the tables, so, so be it, stand there, eat, and then leave. Because, you know, eventually people will get tired, you know, standing up, you know, after eating uh, a burger and fries or whatnot, you know, after a while you're going to get tired and you're going to leave, you know, but versus uh, having chairs where you will eat and just kind of just relax and hang out a little bit and socialize. But, uh, yeah, that kind of rubbed Nipsey the wrong way. He said that uh, he was like, he was thinking in his mind, like, you know, of the owner, he was like, how dare he, you know, or how dare you, you know, be this, you know, this brazen, you know, we're spending money with you, but you, you, you know, you're trying to ch- chase people out, and and so he said that was one of his uh, reasons that really motivated him to uh, buy that mall, purchase that mall, and he said that very the same guy that owned the Master Burger pays, or was paying him, was paying Nipsey and David Cross rent, you know, for that for their for that space. And uh, so that, that was interesting, man. I thought that was really cool. Uh, also, yeah, you, I don't know if you guys, guys heard, but you know, like to, I just found also two miles away that uh, there's this place called the, uh, you know, they opened up a place, uh, Nipsey and Mr. Uh, Gross, uh, or co-working space called Vector 90. And I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard Nipsey talk about the Vector 90. That's that's the, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics uh, thing, you know, where the residents, uh, where they you know come in and you know they learn you know by different by technology and, and it's it's good for the kids. So that's he had that he purchased. He, they both purchased this building and. Uh, 
and it, they believe that that the And he was just really making moves, man. He, Nipsey, and Mr. Gross also had plans to acquire, you know, you know, enough land, you know, to also build uh, residential, a residential uh, and retail complex, you know, in the Hyde Park area. And I, what you're saying is that this, this was like a, uh, an 80 unit apartment. It was 80 units, you know, apartments and condos. Uh, that uh, that would be pretty much there. You know, there are 80 to like I said, 80 to uh, 80 apartments and condos that would be on top of this building. Uh, and I guess you know, also they they also uh, were going to install a a health a health food apartment in, in there as well, where you can go and just just really get the healthy foods and stuff. You know. He spoke a lot, you know. Like he was also a big uh, Dr. Sebi fan to uh, help Mr. Hustle. He was a Dr. Sebi fan, and he also was working on the documentary. Uh, but yeah, he was really he believed in healthy foods and stuff. And I was watching this interview. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to remember who, who was, was interviewing him. Uh, da, 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 da. It wasn't Tariq Nasheed. It was. Uh, dang it. Was it the Breakfast Club? No, somebody. I forget what show he was on, but he uh, he told the guy, you know, oh, it was uh, damn, what's the name of this show? It, I forget the name of it. It's on the tip of my tongue, though. But it's it's a uh, two guys and a lady, and uh, I think the, the dude is Hispanic. I think and one dude is white, and I think the lady is uh, she should be Hispanic too. But yeah, this is like a, a uh, radio show uh, live, kind of like a live uh, uh, radio televised show or whatnot. But he was talking about how he basically, how he, Nipsey said how he stopped uh, drinking and uh, he stopped smoking weed because he was trying to get on a health, you know, health kit. And so the dude was making moves, man. He was really trying to buy back his neighborhood one block at a time. Uh, but he also, I found out that he also, whenever he would buy up like certain properties, he would offer the residents or the yeah residents of South Central LA. He would allow, he would offer them investment opportunities. You know, he wanted the people to invest back into the properties that he was you know, buying up, you know, throughout the area. And he was giving them an, an opportunity to uh, to make some extra money themselves and to kind of prepare for, you know, to save for their future. And that was a beautiful thing, man. The guy was really, he had great business acumen, you know. I mean, the guy was, uh, that's why they called him Hustle, you know. Neighborhood Hustle. And yeah, he didn't. He didn't want you. Uh, he did. He didn't just. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. Didn't just want you know settle for his tenants, but he also wanted. Uh, he wanted to promote home ownership and entrepreneurship uh, by allowing his you know people, folks, the people to read to co-invest in, in, in various properties. Uh, and his dream, Hustle's dream, 
entrepreneurial vision pretty much uh, was extending beyond, you know, South LA. Uh, so his co-partner, uh, Mr. David Gross, has stated that that Nipsey basically has set his, his sights on creating a private uh, equity real estate fund and using, uh, I guess he called this thing, was called uh, using opportunity zone tax incentives, which was, uh, I guess, created as a part of the of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, which in turn, this program encourages uh, long-term investment in low-income urban areas. I'm sorry. Like 30 minutes or so before his actual, before the actual shooting, and it 
tweet Nipsey said that uh, having powerful enemies is a blessing. So, I don't know, man. It's kind of like an eerie, an eerie post, you know, or eerie tweet. It's 30 minutes before he's actually killed. So, I mean, you know, to do with making moves, and sometimes we're making moves, man, you're going to create some enemies. Not everyone's going to agree with what you're doing because much going against the grain. He was blind back to the neighborhood. He was anti, you know, gentrification. He didn't believe in gentrification and he wanted to prevent that. He wanted black folks to invest back into their communities. And <clears throat> I'm sorry, focus. He wanted black folks to, you know, reinvest back in their community, you know, and buy back one block at a time. so much potential, you know, I mean, he was just really, truly getting started, you know, so, he was basically brokering some deals, you know, all across the world with other artists, and, and then it was also, you know, he was, he was really trying to bring by, uh, peace to the community, he was, he pretty much united the different gang factions or groups, you know, in the South LA area, you know, like the Bloods, the Crips, the, you know, the Pyrus, or, you know, uh, you know, he was just really trying to bring people together, man, and, and they just had like a, uh, a gang summit or a peace uh, rally a couple of days ago, which is beautiful, you know, I'm glad, you know, that's one good thing, you know, that uh, came, that, that has come out uh, out of this unfortunate uh, incident. Uh, so he started to work, and, and, and there are many people who have taken up the baton, and they are uh, going to carry on his work and just take it to the next phase. And I believe we all have a responsibility in terms of doing our part. Our responsibilities, our responsibilities uh, to uplift each other and motivate each other and support each other as black like people. And, and, you know, we gotta protect each other, man. We all we got, you know, we got the enemies that, uh, that, that are all around us, you know, pretty much like we're, you know, under siege, you know, the siege to one Yeah, I do believe we need to really, uh, uh, carry on his work and, you know, just do our parts, man, whatever it takes. You know. I, myself, I, 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 you know, I'm older than a, a brother, you know, and you see, which is only 33. I'm in my 40s and, and, uh, and the young brother has inspired me, you know, it doesn't matter because he's younger than me, you know, I mean, because I just like his hustle, man. Grind, you know, and you can't hate on each other, man. Someone is doing better than you, you know. Hey, you just gotta ask, you know, what are you doing that, you know, 
how are you able to accomplish, you know, this or that? You know, what are you doing? We got we gotta ask questions. We have to, you know, instead of just sitting back and fuming and, and, and filled with envy and, and hate. And you know, we can't afford to do that. So you know, so like I said, a young brother has inspired me, man, and, and I'm definitely uh, I'm a work in progress. I'm really every day I'm doing something new. change starts with self first whenever you change yourself man that's that's where the change in the world starts you cannot change the world if you don't you know change yourself first and that's what michael jackson was saying you know with the, the man in the mirror song you know you change the man in the mirror and that's where change begins also i uh, and it's so ironic i mean it's weird because i wrote this this like this quote and I said in a quote I wrote it down I said uh, I changed the world once change is a part of me change begins with me I'm that man in the mirror and that was uh, I wrote this in my diary uh, on uh, what day was that that was uh, March 31st 2019 which was last Sunday. And that was the same day Nipsey died. And I wrote that in my diary. Like, I would say maybe four hours before I found out that Nipsey had died. Because I wrote I wrote it like that morning, Sunday morning. And Nipsey died uh, at like around 3.20 p.m. that afternoon. And when I wrote that quote or those very words in my diary, and I, I believe it was like maybe like nine, nine something, ten o'clock that morning. And that's just really ironic that, you know, I wrote that, those words, and then I find out about Nipsey. Because prior to that, I didn't know anything about Nipsey. But when I, when I, when I, uh, when I heard, you know, uh, about him, you know, on social media, because, you know, it was just like, it took off, it was like a hot topic, you know, after he was killed, it was like, you couldn't go, you couldn't go to pretty much any media uh, platform and not, uh, and not have people talk about Nipsey, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you know, and I was, I guess, I think I found out when I was on, uh, probably, probably YouTube, and then I went to Instagram, and there was stuff on Nipsey on Instagram, on Facebook, there was stuff on, uh, on Nipsey on Facebook, and other uh, social media outlets or platforms, so, and I'm like, wow, I wrote those words earlier that morning, and then, you know, three or four hours or so later, this happens, and Nipsey changed his life, because he was a, he was a kid, you know, he did some things when he was younger, you know, he joined the, uh, the Rolling Sixties Crip Gang, you know, and, you know, gang banged and all that stuff, but then he completely changed his life, and that's, that's where change started with him, and that's where change starts with everybody, we have to change the man in the mirror, we have to change ourselves first, and then once we are able to, I mean, we're able to 
legitimately are when once we legitimately change ourselves and we are able to help other people. So I'm gonna do my part and that starts with changing me and then I can help other people and carry on, you know, the dream, you know, of Nipsey and and all the great leaders that even came before him, like Malcolm X and Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, Rosa Fox, MLK, you know. He was inspired by our ancestors, many of our ancestors, because he talked about uh, Malcolm X. He even wore a Malcolm X medallion, like a gold medallion. He he was inspired by Tupac. He was inspired by Dr. Sebi. So yeah, he was an, yeah. He learned a lot, man. He, he completely transformed his life, you know. And he he said that he he realized, I mean, hey change you first, man, you gotta do what you gotta do, and like I said, that just kind of, you know, it's just kind of like, almost like, uh, it was meant to be, I wrote, like I said, I wrote this, these words down, uh, prior to learning, prior to him even dying, when I wrote those words, the man was still alive then, and a few hours later, he was dead. Oh, man. Alright, guys, well, you guys have a beautiful day, I Already at 25 minutes 34 seconds. Uh, have a nice one. I'll talk to you guys again. Peace. Oh, and by the way, today's date is uh, April 8th, 2019. It is 1:46 p.m. Central Daylight Time or Central Standard Time, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Monday.